Welcome back or welcome to the Daily Driver Podcast. The purpose here, it's pretty straightforward. In the next 10 minutes max, I'm going to share a story, an experience, perhaps an idea that I hope will help you become a little bit better racer today. I'm Luke Bogacki, and this is The Daily Driver. All right, following up on last week's discussion on how tight to set up. Again, this first, second week in a row is, is geared specifically toward you, listener, driving, competing with a delight box. Let's piggyback on that discussion. Let's say that we're set up to be 005. We've got five hits of data that put us between 005 and 17 with that delay setting, and we're eight thou red out of nowhere. It's a buyback round, so our day isn't done. But now, as we come back around for the re-entry round or for round two or whatever the case may be, now we're faced with a dilemma. Do we add 8,000s delay or 10 or more to cover that red light, knowing that that makes every other light that we've had 15 to 27? Or do we roll with it? knowing that we were just 8,000s red with that delay. We've had this discussion repeatedly within This Is Bracket Racing Elite. And I can tell you this, Justin Lamb, he says, throw it out. He says, you'd have no issue. He makes a really good argument. He says, you'd have no issue throwing out that outlier if it was late. You wouldn't think twice about it. You would keep the same delay in the box. Why should it be any different when you're early? We recently had Matt Dadis join us as a guest instructor within This Is Bracket Racing Elite. He said the same thing. You've got five good laps where you hit it. Why would you put more faith in one run than the other five? Leave the delay alone. Leave the delay alone. If it goes red again, it goes red. As they say these things, I can nod along. Right? Their approach is rooted in logic. I can even acknowledge that for me personally especially in recent years, my outliers often are not slow reaction times. Like I typically group reaction times together relatively tightly and the outliers I have that don't fall into that range, they're typically quicker, not slower. Okay? So I pour over my records. I should know to throw out those quick releases and when they pop up, just accept the fact that I'm going to turn it red. It's all rooted in logic. At times, I wish I could do that, but in truth, I know myself, and I know that I, personally, cannot do that. I know that if I set up red off of my last hit, I'm going to stage thinking about it. I just am. My own experience tells me that if I'm 8,000s red in the situation that I outlined to start, I've got one of two options. I can either cover it add an eight thousandths or a hundredth, and I'm probably going to be 13 to 25 next round, which is not a great option. Or I can leave it. Knowing that I was just eight thousand thread with the delay that I've got in the box, I can leave it and I'm subject to be 60. Because as much as I tell myself otherwise, consciously or subconsciously, I just won't let myself let go of the button. I'm staging with doubt doubt that I don't have enough delay in the box. And I don't know about you, but my mental delay box, it doesn't operate in thousands of a second. 
right? When my brain is saying, don't be quick, it's not going to be 007. It's probably not going to be 17. It's not going to be prettier. My variance is much bigger than that. So the takeaway here is not that my way of approaching that should be your way of approaching that. Not that Matt or Justin's way of approaching that should be what you adopt. The point is that each of us individually need to know ourselves in order to answer that question.